Hello, and welcome to this very special episode of Listen to These Nerds, because uh, for once, none of us nerds are actually running the uh, the game. Uh, today we have a esteemed uh, game designer uh, and cl- close personal friend, uh, Luke. Uh, w- welcome to the, the show proper. Um, why don't you tell us what we're going to be playing tonight? Thank you for uh, making me sound far more competent than I am. Uh, yes, I'm going to be taking these lovely people through the game I've designed called After Hours. It's a slice of life examination of adulthood through the lens of monster metaphor, as well as just the general day-to-day issues that people tend to go through in terms of fitting into communities that may not necessarily totally accept or understand them. Um, we're going to be running a one-shot tonight um something i put together specifically for this group um with a little town on the west uh on the west side of england experiencing some rather interesting uh interesting things all right so uh tonight we have with us hi my name is chris and i'm going to be playing the role of dave cooper hi i'm joe and i'm playing the role of itai dubey Hi, I'm John. I'm going to be playing uh, Maya uh, Pardu. Uh, hi, I'm Harry. I will be playing Luci- Lucius Accius. I'm Yvette, and I will be playing Dean Choi. And I'm Jonathan, and I'm going to be playing the dual roles of Janet Brandon and Uncle Connor. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, each of you has been given... Something of a backstory, um, but that is not absolutely vital for you to root yourselves in. Uh, More that that backstory is something that's mutable, that can be, over the course of a campaign, revisited, altered, reconsidered, all of which does allow your character to gain experience as they do reevaluate and reconsider their life up until that point. But anyway, welcome to Caelan, a secluded hilltop in Somerset, where the boundless landscape is only matched by the depth of the local history. Once a site of an ancient Iron Age fort, the remains of which now serve as a tourist spot as well as the foundations of the later Victorian-era Caelan Manor, there's a story to every pit, stone and avenue, it would seem. In recent years, what with the running of fibre-optic cable into town, the place has begun to slowly modernise as work-from-home professionals and working families to get away from the city life. Then again, no matter how much the world may change, the old ways stay the same. With soil, stone and blood, the old ways are remembered. Anyway, <laughs> ominous. We... <laughs> um, so come with me as we roll over the West Country, a beautiful, grassy, sprawling expanse of grassland, hills, vales, great lakes, and nestled in within these lovely little nooks of wildlife, small towns, small roads, maybe somewhat small people feeling dwarfed by a huge and often indifferent landscape. But here in Caelan, the people do come together. They celebrate. They stand in the face of the wind and the sleet and the hail, and they find things to make the most out of, and laugh in the face of comedy and tragedy alike. Summer itself already feels like a distant memory, with brief flashes of heat and light amidst the buffeting winds and streaks of dark clouds, heads turned down to the earth and the work that had to be done. With the fall, the town of Caelan enters a sort of hibernation as its people prepare for long, cold nights of Netflix and hot chocolate, or the cosy atmosphere of the Menhir before making the perilous drunken trek back home. 
It's the morning of the Cooper's Loop, the last big event Caelan holds before the end of summer, held later on than usual due to some unseasonably bad weather. The marquee is set up, the whining feedback-addled PA system blasts out inoffensive pop music into the echo chamber of the Vale itself. It feels like pretty much the entire town has turned out, and as such, strings have been pulled, ferreting our characters from their more cosy private lives into a somewhat expected, if not totally forced, socially ob- social obligation. So, I'd like to ask all of you, where would your character maybe not choose to be, but end up when the whole town is looking to get people involved in a good cause? For those who don't know, Cooper's Loop is a kind, part, kind of fun run, kind of endurance event, where people will make a three-mile trek around Kalendale, either to just do it with by speed, or by actually taking something along with them to make the trek more difficult. A lot of the time people take barrels, weights, or sometimes just dress up in rather silly costumes. But one thing that is generally thought of as fair is to make sure that you don't just do it for the sake of coming first. So let's go with... Yeah, let's, let's go with the one person who would almost certainly not want to be here right now. Let's go with... Do, 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 do. Let's go with Dave. All right. So, um, as for this whole event, um, yeah, I've heard the jokes about, you know, Cooper's Loop with my name being Dave Cooper and stuff like that. So, anyway, um, despite the fact that um, I'm feeling a little bit um anxious at the moment because uh it's been a little bit of time since i last um had a drink you might say and there's gonna be a lot of people who are participating in this you know just a lot of hot blood pumping through all these um about how many people would you say participate every time this goes on Generally speaking, if the weather's nice and there's enough access to get to, to get to Kalen, can be anything from fifty to two hundred people. <sighs> oh god! <laughs> and that's well, just the people actually competing, not the people who then be you know running the food vans, running the marquee, the band. Like something I've considered, but never you know actually indulge in is because I've never fed on people, but I've always wondered if people eat stuff if you know uh the sugar or whatever nutrients get into the bloodstream like if a person eats like a chili dog will they taste like a chili dog like (laughs) mm, this is this is too much of a disturbing thought for me but at the same time a big thing about my character dave is that he needs to blend in he wants to make sure that nobody suspects him of being unusual or odd and he's like you know a a decent member ordinary member of the community and decent ordinary members of the community they do uh yeah they do this run so uh this is why i'm here and why i'm gonna be doing this that's fair enough no that's good Mm. that's good to know um and let's have a look here yeah let's say um (laughs) yeah let's go with uh janet and itai um since you both have a somewhat somewhat similar location and somewhat similar social responsibility being both an affluent member of the community and a teacher um how have people leveraged you into taking up more of the spotlight than you'd like in this situation 
Uh, Sorry, did you say Janet Brandon or uh, Itai? Janet. I think it's, yeah, I think Janet it's, and Itai. Okay. Oh, and Itai. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I my my goal here was uh, to uh, well, I, essentially, I was I was checking in on some investments at first. Um, I had sold a couple um, uh, stamina idols to some. Uh, Let's just say very uh, in- easy to influence individuals who were going to compete. Um, so you're exploiting the tryhards a little bit, but uh, that was my initial goal, and to keep in on the down low, just to make sure that um, you know, see see how my investment was turning out. Because uh, the better they do, the more I uh, charge them. Because um, there's a, of, co- of course there's an upfront fee just to, to acquire the idol, and then. You know, if they do well enough, I, I only sell the people who I know are already going to do well. So I suppose that, I suppose that is a question to ask. Do these work? Oh no, they're completely useless. But Wonderful. I sell the I, I find I seek out the people who I know are already going to succeed, but are but don't believe enough in themselves to to be uh, aware of their own abilities. You give and them I, their magic feather. Yeah, and then give them something that I, will work for them. And then when they win, of course, they have to pay me. But you know. I sold them, you know, uh, some goodwill um, and a good attitude. So uh, I, I would was, definitely say yeah, then. I was checking in on that. I would definitely say then. Uh, could you give me an engage? And could you give me an engage with plus fake? Sure. Because you are basically hustling these guys. That is a seven. Fair enough. So on a seven to nine, you've got the ball rolling, but you need to put in the hours to get it done. So. You manage to find a couple of lightly-looking people. You you know the type. They're wearing, you know, spandex and sweatpants, and they are quite clearly overdressed for something quite this simple. Um, and you do well. You get the patter going. You're able to give them the sense that, okay, fair enough, perhaps this isn't, you know, a guarantee that they're going to be faster, stronger, better. But it's it's rooted in these beliefs that they kind of want to buy into. They're, they're kind of on board with the idea of it. Uh, look, but these look guys... I know you've trained. You've trained the hard, so hard. But you know, Jen, Jen over there, she's trained hard too. And you know, sometimes even all the hard work in the world needs a little bit of a push. So I'm going to say, when this race kicks off, if none of these guys comes, or at least finishes in a good time, it's going to come back and kick in the ass. All but right. if, if one of them were to unexpectedly do well that might help time to dick dastardly this shit nah. and uh, how about Janet and Connor sure so Connor being a gigantic just barbarian himbo with very little social graces uh... yeah I think so Janet is uh, pretty involved in the community you know she's a history teacher here people know her all the parents know her so uh, but she was maybe a little reluctant to get involved because you know this is a contest about strength and endurance and uh connor's been a little restless over the past couple weeks and you know it it might be fun for him to compete but also janet doesn't really like the idea of him getting out of her sight for too long um I i will definitely say connor has refused to put a shirt on yes well that's fine he'll fit right in yeah um, he's over there with the soccer tested. hooligans. They're having a grand time. He's over there with with people's dads. 
Um, but he's anyways, he's making little feel very inadequate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Despite her kind of trying to stay under the radar, Janet has been voluntold uh, into uh, registering uh, competitors and also going over their kit to make sure it's all, you know, legal above board. Fair enough. So, you know, taking being more of an officiator, which is a perfectly reasonable thing for a teacher to be. Yes. A bunch of drunk people is just like taking care of a bunch of children. It's basically the same thing. As, as most teachers I know will absolutely agree to that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and yeah, the final two who I have unfortunately... Well, not final two, sorry, final three, goddamn. Uh, Maya and uh, Dean, you haven't necessarily been pressured to show up, but it's always kind of... It's always beneficial, especially being more socially motivated members of the community, to get out there and try and, you know, mingle, try and get people on your side or at the very least get your message out there whether that's supporting the shelter or getting people interested in your workshops have you been specifically just trying to push that more than anything else or have you been trying to mingle a bit more and just try and enjoy yourself uh maya is definitely um all about the the shelter um uh, to the point where she's wearing a large mascot costume for her run, with branding slapped all over it. Okay, what mascot? We gotta go with this. Um, I think it's a large sheep costume. Who's the other person in the sheep costume, or is it like one big thing around your waist? No, it's like a it's like a mascot costume. Oh, okay. So it's like a bipedal yeah. sheep. I was gonna say it's not that gigantic sheep with a sad eyes from Animal Crossing, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I would be totally down for that. Um, no, that that is absolutely awesome. And if that is the case, ba, 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 ba. actually, while I'm while I'm trying to figure that particular particular part out, what about uh, uh Dean? Me? Dean Joy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> re remind myself of the name. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. And I also realized that Dean and Dave are very similar to you. <laughs> Maybe some well, confusion Dean there. Well, in terms of name, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, Dean has heard that there's this this fun run thing going on in town, and um, he's really been uh, struggling to find interviewees for his podcast. Uh, so is hoping to go out and um, get some interviews from people because you know, like they're running, oh. like obviously they're into fitness, and fitness is kind of like wellness. So maybe he can get some cool sound bites for people, and at the very least, like yeah, like you said, just kind of get to know the community a little bit more, get out there, get to talk to people. So um, Dean has set himself up somewhere near, like I guess if there's like a refreshment table or a sign-up area where people are tending to congregate with uh, a Zoom recorder and like a notebook, and uh, awesome. you know, is just kind of accosting people and. Um, pushing a mic in their face <laughs> so i'm going to ask you a question and this is going to change what what you what you roll for this because that's this is very interesting did you get permission explicitly to do this from absolutely not <laughs> wonderful in which case you are absolutely giving me a hunt uh and please okay. give me plus fake to not stand out all right um just bringing this up hunt Actually, no, maybe not Hunt. Let's go with... What is malicious? 
Yeah, no, that's fair. In fact, you know what? Let's go with Reflect, because Reflect is kind of digesting and sourcing information. Okay, so Reflect. Uh, what do I use for Reflect? Uh, so give me plus fake. Okay. Eight. Good, that's reasonable. Um, so, yeah, you actually don't stand out. You're casual enough and well-known enough that maybe one or two of the kind of marshals do see you chatting people up with your Zoom recorder, but they're just like... Oh, they're not hurting anyone, or they're not recording anyone without their permission. Ah, never mind. Uh, and they pretty much leave you be. You actually get some decent, I mean, decent conversations. Much of the time, it's just people talking about their fitness regimes and how hope, uh, how stoked they are for the run. Not really... In fact, the one thing you do notice more than anything else is that very few people actually care about the charities they're running for. Not, mm. not many people are actually plugging those. They're more just about this endurance run that this tiny, pokey little village does um, and the kind of legend behind it. So, yeah, it feels it feels good, and you've got definitely got plenty of content. It's just maybe highlighting something else you hadn't maybe considered. Mm-hmm. Are they mostly, like, locals or, like, people from out of town? I forget if you, you mentioned. Were, you've got a couple of guys who were local, and they were maybe the more interested in actually supporting local charities, but most of the guys who came in from the outside are still running for, like, a major charity, but they're honestly more focused on the actual context and, like, mechanics of the run itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is... They're barrels or whatever the hell they're carrying. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, traditionalists run with barrels because the original legend was a uh, merchant wanted to circumvent attacks into town for alcohol, so he carried barrels of beer right round, the, right round the dale, lobbed them over the wall of the churchyard, and then came back the following day to find out the church had basically taken it and used it for communion. Mm. So, uh, the legend of uh, Brewer's Loop is now more... Of, uh, Cooper's Loop is now a bit more of a... Don't try and dodge. Give it away. (laughs) Yeah, basically, greed leads to charity by an indirect means. Um, Father, what should we do with all of this uh, graveyard booze? Well, get crunk, my son. The Eucharist (laughs) isn't going to make itself. (laughs) As they say in Corinthians, shots. (laughs) I mean, it's probably in there somewhere. Um, uh, And sorry, let me just go back to trying to remember the name of the character that I wrote, because I'm a smart man. Maya, very quickly, now that I have figured out precisely, um, we're gonna have you, and no, it doesn't really seem like anyone else is interested in this run, apart from one person I haven't asked yet, Lucius. Hmm. How you doing, buddy? Well, so, uh, Lucius is, like, probably fairly aware of this. Uh, the pro's problems is, one, as far as a homeless person and two uh underneath his like baggy clothes uh he's basically a skeleton so the last thing lucius really wants to do is to get into the middle of a bunch of people that might accidentally knock off like either knock off his clothes or literally like barrel into him and basically make him fall to pieces which is why what i'm about to say is probably not going to be his favorite thing to hear Oh boy. <laughs> Shepard is not the most popular guy around town. He's kind of a loner, kind of difficult with other people. Right. Um, but a while back he did agree that he was gonna do a, he was gonna do a charity run. Um, and it was gonna be a two-man horse costume. <laughs> Unfortunately, the guy he was going to go with broke his leg like three weeks ago, and it's ah. still not in a good enough condition. And Shepard has asked, within reason, 
for Lucius to help. If well, you want to, you can. So, uh, Lucius will basically, like, more or less system, like, I do not wish to do this, but you have provided me shelter, and as such, I must return such good hospitality. And that's how Lucius ended up in, I'm assuming, the back half of a two-man-horse costume. Hmm. Would front it half? be funnier? Would it be funnier to be the front half? <laughs> well, is it is it one of those ones that goes over the heads, or is it one of those ones that goes over the like the uh, like it, that you sort of like a, come up two, Yeah, it's a two segment, so it's like a onesie for the guy in the front, and then just like massive pantaloons for the guy in the back. Oh, so that it probably would be funnier to have um, like the horse costume, and then just sticking out of this is this like very like heavily cloaked figure, like if Death suddenly decided to like dress up for a fun afternoon. In fact, if anything, Lucius would probably realize at the last minute, if he just dressed up as death, he might have got away with it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but as it stands now, it just looks extremely odd. Wonderful. Right. Um, so... Question. Yes? Is it a pale horse costume? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, involved. because it's Wasn't... a biblical reference, this goes over Lucius's head entirely. He has no idea what this means. <laughs> It was. It didn't used to be, but it got bleached far too heavily. Yeah, there, there was an incident. <laughs> um, so yeah, by and large, the festival is going along fairly well. People are lining up, preparing themselves. There's a certain amount of not, not maybe not anticipation in the air, but a certain amount of like coiled up energy, as if well, everyone is simply aiming at their target. Yeah, Lucius uh, is going to note where Connor is in the crowd and then suggest to Shepard that we move probably as far laterally away as possible from him as we can. Oh, yeah, I mean, this is a good point, actually. Uh, Julia, did you explicitly tell Connor not to participate? Sorry, Janet. Um, I think we maybe had a, a conversation and came to what Janet imagined was some kind of understanding where he would participate, um, but... Uh, he wouldn't take the long way around or anything, you know? I mean, it, it's pretty much one set distance. It's more how hard you make that distance. I see. Yeah, all right. Uh, she'll she'll let him have some fun this time. No knocking people over, but, you know, feel free to style on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, in which case, there is just a loud clomping coming up from behind Lucius and Shepard of just this, like, six-foot-five barrel-chested red-haired man carrying a steel drum over one shoulder like it's basically nothing (laughs) (laughs) so yeah then like Lucius will just start like sidling over sideways to like he's trying to like listen for the sound and then try and move it so that like Connor is not directly behind him (laughs) (laughs) ha ha ho there and just a meaty palm swings out and because he doesn't realize which end is who smack Shepard right on the ass (laughs) that's just a on the back end of your costume. Mm. Connor looks at his palm, shakes it a couple of times, and shrugs. <laughs> I believe you have found the wrong end of the horse, Connor, and uh, Lucius will turn around as much as he can in the costume. I imagine the head just rotates far more than it should. Yeah. Just... <laughs> it has oh. a bit of that swing back as it like swings back into place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, apologies. I, uh... Uh, no, I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm not drinking today. I'm uh, just uh, trying to keep on top of everything. Um, so would I? I so since I know Connor, uh, would I uh, like know Janet by association? 
Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. Where is uh, Janet? Yes, Janet. She's uh, on the yeah. sidelines. You can actually see her like peering over, trying to look at what's going on. You see uh, Connor talking to the front half of a horse that looks like death is inside a costume. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Connor just kind of looks around confused, sees Janet and goes, Hello, Janet! <laughs> he so has wave. one volume set again, it is far too loud. Uh, <laughs> and then kind of turns back, resettles the barrel over his shoulder and goes, I hope you're ready for some uh, good old-fashioned competition. Well, I'll see what I can do. This is uh, a cooperative event for me. Ah, yes, yes, but we can't forget this is all for a very good cause. Isn't that right? He turns around and kind of playfully punches the shoulder of the large sheep next to him. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, um, Maya is uh, in full mascot mode, so in the uh, cartooniest voice she can manage. (laughs) Oh, yeah! Support the support the local animal shelter. Connor kind of recoils at that, like, oh, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a sheep. A sheep would make a sheep noise. <laughs> I mean, he would then have to kind of reassess the kind of irony of a horse talks to him fine, but a sheep talking. Ooh. No, I, no, that was me <laughs> out of character calling yeah. John out for not making a sheep noise. <laughs> no, <laughs> screw you. I, my, my, I can make her her, her her mascot voice whatever she wants. Uh, so speaking of uh, the race starting, um, yes. Itai would like to uh, tilt the odds in his runner's favor. Um, mm-hmm. Can he cu- use cause tremors to, uh, on the starting pistol, uh, throw all the people who like? So essentially, he knows th- he has a general idea of where all the people he's sold stuff to are, and he wants to essentially make everyone behind them fall like. Not necessarily Shelter. fall over, but like lose th- the first step. I would say that sounds like an invoke. Uh, and right. so roll plus rage, add plus one because you are using a power very explicitly. Okay. That is. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, that's a. Uh, you said plus one. Uh, so plus one that's from your stranger, and then an extra plus one from your power. That is thirteen. Oh wow! Whew. Amazing. One. All according to Keikaku. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you um, you are not even particularly overt in how you do this. You just quite casually lean back against a tree, keeping your eyes focused on the starting line. And as everyone is just preparing, you I do lose the body yourself. thing and I hit the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I hit the tree but, like a jukebox. <laughs> but for a moment, you feel conscious of everything. You feel your awareness pull away from just your body. Like when you enter water and you just become the water you exist in. You feel the tree, you feel the roots, you feel how everything is interconnected in the soil around here. And as you thump into the tree, you just feel this tug, as if you're almost pulling a carpet. Not completely out from under someone's feet, but just enough. Just that unexpected half-inch lurch to get the inner ear to go. And while I'm not going to definitely say that the player characters have this issue... All NPCs involved with this, as the as the firing start goes, go whoop and start bumping into each other. Okay. Question: Does Connor count as an NPC or a PC for that? Oh, oh, Connor eats shit. 
Uh, <laughs> we, can, we can just say pretty much everyone behind the the, the PCs falls over because I do have to like leave some people out because the people I want to succeed have to be like presumably because they're they're tryhards they'd be up near the front they'd want to like, have as much of a lead as possible. Yeah, I was going to say the people who do the straight up runs go yeah. first, and then the people doing the actual endurance stuff go behind because obviously yeah. you don't want them to lap each other. Yeah. Um, but yes, for um. For Maya and Lucius and I think that's pretty much it, the only two who are actually com- competing, could you both give me... Defend? No, no, well, that's yeah, not the say... of the other. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, bah, 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 bah. Let's go... In fact, you know what? Let's go with the hunt, because this, comp- this is competition. Oh, I see. But you're taking a minus one on this. Ah, yeah. someone's basically interfered automatically with this. Uh, huh. so what would I'd probably? So I sorry, would... the stats are fury, strange, fake, and real. And fake and real are basically like how well you can be both yourself and your mask effectively. Uh, yeah. Strange is powers. What does fury kind of represent? Your capacity to hurt people, hmm. both physically and socially and psychologically. Okay. Uh, so then, can I say that I make this roll with fury because? While Luke, uh, Lucius isn't really big on the whole idea of the competition, he still remembers, like, you know, the camp training drills that he did when he was a uh, prefect, uh, Prefectus Castorum. And yeah, as such, just, like, just goes basically right into it, like, that instinct. Yeah, I was going to say, you basically, you remember your form- tortoise formation training and just go, right? Yep. <laughs> Wish I had a spear. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you roll plus fury, and then um, Maya... Feel free to roll with something different. If, if you want to roll with like plus real, because you are basic. Well, actually, maybe not plus real, seeing as that is negative one for you. You could go with plus fake if you wanted to, or or if you want to be as aggressive as Lucius is being, you could also roll plus fury. Uh, no, I, I think like Maya will use um, fury, but also um, can I invoke hiker to just have that endurance? Yeah, throw that in as well. Take an additional plus one. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that's going to be a nine for me. Uh, and I've um, also got a nine. Actually, hang on a second, because you've got to do what you love, don't you? Uh, as one of your moves. Yeah. Um, since you're kind of running to benefit the charity, I think that counts as a plus two. This is a professional setting. Ah, cool. Then I get a ten. All right. And what, was, uh, what did Lucius get? I got a nine. So. So, if I may, may I offer a suggestion? Mm-hmm. So, uh, at the beginning of the race, it's actually going pretty well. And, like, you know, Lucius, uh, Lucius just sort of gets back into the routine of, like, doing jogs at the camp, his endurance from being a, a basically a legionnaire. And he actually manages to make pretty good progress. And then it catches up to Shepard, who has been trying to, like, stay in lockstep with a basically a centurion for like a good I don't know five-ish minutes on that pace and yeah. now he is just like severely winded yeah I was gonna say he's bent over as well so this is doing his back in something evil yeah so uh yeah so yeah <laughs> um I don't get very far but I will turn around to like help Shepard and realize ah I've been going a bit too hard at this <laughs> you've been going beast mode yeah. Turns out it's pretty easy to run if you're a skeleton. Yeah, no, I, I just glide. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no uh, lactic acid buildup in your muscles because you don't have muscles. <laughs> there's also so little weight. Oh, it's great. 
Oh man. All this cardio I'm getting. Oh, hang on. <laughs> so yeah, so the horse costume is now kind of like bent back into itself as Lucius has had to like slow down and kind of like keep pace with uh with Shepard, making sure that he doesn't die. So I'm going to say, if you want, you can make this a bit more too obvious because it almost looks like the horse is kind of an accordion, like stringing back and forth at the midsection as these two people try and stay together. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind being a bit, a, a, effectively being publicly ridiculous and being recorded, you could possibly take that up to a ten. Uh, well, what so what exactly do I get if I uh, would do with a ten? I will just I will just get to um, well essentially you will def well you and um, Maya will hands down be in the top three, hmm. um, which will maybe make things worse for Itai. But uh... I'll, I'll say I will leave it at uh, I won't uh, take the ridiculous thing. Lucius is more concerned about the health of Shepard than he is really like he was like it would be nice to win. But his main thing is that, like, he realizes, oh, shit, I, like, you know, like a legionnaire, you can't, like, just leave people behind. So yeah. his thing's going to be more on the concern of Shepard than it is for going to be winning the race afterwards. That's totally fair. <laughs> We're not, but we are not barbarians. Yeah. So, um... I'm not so, an yeah. honor. <laughs> so, yeah, the day, the day and the race progress, and it's... Admittedly, considering the weather is slightly on the turn and started to cool, not as bad as it could have been, especially seeing as so many people are in costumes or mascot outfits. And Maya, actually, you find that you find your footing fantastically well. You, it's it's almost ironic that this anim, this huge bulky animal costume doesn't really impact your physical ability as much as you thought it would. You were kind of scared it was going to feel all horrible and wrong and kind of weigh you down but in fact it just feels as natural as if you were running as an animal or as a person and you find yourself not only making good time but actively passing the people running for speed so much so that as you um come around the final corner and start heading back towards the right head towards the finish line you realize you've just passed you've just passed someone in much better physical condition and you feel like you could push further. You feel like you could sprint when everyone else around you is flagging. Do you want to push further? Ooh. I don't think so. I think, I think, uh, like... It's hard to tempt people on a one-shot, because you can't just go, have some XP, because you're not going to level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, she, like, the point of this is to, like, raise awareness for the the, the animal shelter and to, you know, do the, uh, you know, do the yeah, advertising so thing. So it's like not super important for her to, to win, win, but like getting it, getting But imagine how great that would be for advertising. Like if you were on the front page of the community newspaper, like, you know, yeah, like, like county newspapers are here. This is a fairly regular thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of out of town people who maybe have, extra money to throw around? Who knows? Who's that fantastic sheep? <laughs> uh, mm, yeah, no, what, why not? Let's... Sheep for win. There you go. Wonderful. Okay, um, so take an XP. Okay. Uh, and give me an invoke roll, which is rolling plus strange. Okay, I think I'm very good at that. 
Uh, I am very good at that. Let's do, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I failed that. Uh, oh, despite no. being very good. Unless I can get my, my plus two from, uh, from uh, no. Do What You Love and Hager. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. This is not skill. This is this is power. <laughs> uh, uh, so I then it was a six. So mm. could I mm. defy the odds with Trickster then? See the thing with Trickster, it's you gotta plan ahead. Ah, okay. This is things running out of your control, but that's fine. You actually get to mark another XP because you fell the roll. Mm-hmm. So. Really you tragic. are running. I feel terrible. <laughs> so you're running, and you f- you know you can get past them. You know these people are barely at your pace. You push, and something inside you pushes harder. And that sweet, cathartic feeling of a beast pushing its way through human flesh is just too good to resist. It's like the kind of pain of biting down on a sore tooth. You can't help but just tease it, test it. And to everyone else, the costume just kind of collapses, just face plants hard, and starts jerking, kind of tugging and pushing around. And with it before anyone's able to get to it, starts rolling quite violently down the side of the dale, down into the massive ditch that forms this crevice that everyone's been running around. People are shouting, people are trying to run down the steeping, steep, steep decline after this poor person who's clearly fainted or collapsed or had some kind of episode. And yeah, there's photographs being taken, there's people calling for an ambulance. You can definitely see, whoever's, I'm saying Idai, you can definitely see the guy in front, he's gone past the finish line. The guy behind him has actually stopped, turned back around and is trying to skid down the slope after, after Maya. Um, okay, um, I'm going to use, uh, <clears throat> see Desire, uh, so I guess that's invoking. Yeah, I'd say so. That is eight. That seems fair. What, what does this guy actually want from this race? Uh, the guy who's going down the hill? Yeah, the guy who's not gonna win. He's actually concerned. For what, for whatever he was talking about wanting to win, it feels like he wanted to beat the other guys around him not necessarily just be the best in general. He is okay. like you can feel the concern coming off of him in these horrible in these kind of green, sickly, anxious waves. Okay. Can I follow that up with a uh, charismatic uh, well, I would I would I would very quickly ask, how is everyone else reacting to the sight of someone you're probably aware of, like a good person you know in the community even if you don't necessarily know all that they are, having this sudden massive accident. Like, is it clear they're gonna die? Like, I mean, the dale is pretty deep, and it's not a sheer drop, but it's a long roll down to the bottom. And if you were to hit a rock or a tree, we're talking at least broken ribs. Um, yeah, so I guess at this point I'm... You know, I'm hearing about this and stuff, and I'm wearing a costume myself because basically being a vampire who is doing a run in the middle of the day, I my entire focus with trying to blend in is to also not get myself killed during this run. 
so I am wearing a costume, just full body covering, and I'm just trying to focus on completing this run, but I see this and I'd be just, well, people are going to think I'm an asshole if I just go past them, so yeah, I guess I'm just going to suck it up and I'm just going to grit my teeth and I'm just going to start finding a way to get down there after them. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, you can blend into the crowd. Not everyone is making the same decision. Hmm. So if you uh, want to, yeah, yeah. You, you could go with plus fake if you wanted to, if you want to just blend into the crowd and go with a fit-in mm-hmm. role. Or if you want to put your neck out get there, I could say a defend with plus real. Um, yeah, like, uh, I'm going to go with plus real and I'm going to go after him because also, like, I'd feel kind of shitty if I just, you know, tried to keep myself safe at safe, you know, at the price of, you know, just going past somebody who might have gotten themselves killed just now. That's fair enough. Uh, so yeah, give me a uh, give me a roll with plus real, and then so if you okay. feel like a power would help. Uh, powers. Um. Thing is, if powers go out, if you felt if fell if you fell on a roll using a power, the power is noticed. Yeah, I'm not gonna use a power. I'm just gonna start going down there as a person. Um. Okay. Yeah, also, um, given that um, my character is involved with uh, Tesco, would there be like a, I don't know, like a mascot uniform or anything like that that would be, you know, I could have gotten easily at my workplace or something? I would say there wasn't a Texo um, mascot, because Texo doesn't really have a mascot, but there was a leftover mascot costume from some other brand that was doing like an event at the store. Okay. It never really panned out. Mm. You're a gigantic Easter egg uh, with some with some well, rather just like a really, really unnerving face on it. Like it's uncanny yeah. valley kind of face. Well, it was well, either that or be like directly exposed to sunlight. So like, you know, either I w- either I wear the costume of an egg or I fry like one. So I mean, to be fair, when you like. Connor's, when Connor's exposed to sunlight, he doesn't evaporate, mm. but it, it's a full-body migraine. It is debilitating. Yeah. I will, however, say, um, you do have boy racer, so I'd say you could take Daredevil or Reckless okay. um, to give yourself a plus one on this on top of the okay. uh, plus reel. Okay, so I'm going to use uh, Reckless in that case, and mm-hmm. I'm, I rolled an eight total, so I'm going to use that plus one plus reel for ten total. Nice. So, yeah, you throw yourself down there, and for a 10 plus on a defend, you get to pick two options. You can reduce whatever harm is going to come to Maya by one. You can deflect that harm to yourself. You could inspire other people to help, which will narratively bring other NPCs in to improve things, or other players could take plus one. Hmm. Uh, Or you could form a bond with whoever you're defending. I am going to reduce harm to myself, and I'm going to inspire other people to help. Uh, well, the harm, if you're reducing harm, that is harm inflicted on Maya. Oh, or you oh. just take, or you just deflect all the harm to yourself. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, great. I'm gonna, you know, if I'm gonna be that reckless in regards to my own safety for the sake of helping someone, I might as well go all the way. I'm gonna reduce harm to Maya. That's fair enough, then. I was going to say, because you rolled really well, you are not going to implicitly take harm on this. You you got this sorted. Um, Okay, thank you. So you throw yourself down this decline. Like, anyone else doing this probably would have just gone face first into the ground and cartwheeled down the side of the dale like a meat kind of 
meat pretzel. Ooh, Not yeah, sure yeah. precisely the term to use, but broken bones with like, a guarantee. I like meat pretzel. But there is just this unbelievable sight for everyone around of this giant, terrifying-looking Easter egg <laughs> yeeting itself down a steep hill after a tumbling after a tumbling sheep. Yup. Your heels kind of dig into the earth to slow you down as you just kind of throw yourself down, grab Maya's suit, and throw yourself around to kind of cat to kind of throw yourself both into a gorse bush. One thing you definitely notice before you actually hit the bush, though, is there is something kicking the shit out of the inside of this costume. What? There is something ape shit going on in here. Okay. That, like, I got that... a raccoon inside. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I was going to say, uh, John, what does speed mean to you as an animal? Um. Well, uh, if we're talking land speed, um, I think it's probably... Uh, Maya's, like, go-to uh, when she's, like, just wants to, like, like okay. run for, for fun. So, a puma. If we're yeah. talking airspeed, you guys know that ducks are the fastest. <laughs> just want to put it out there. Google is, it like it. A, is it actually like a peregrine falcon, but only when they're descending? Yes, only when they're descending. Ducks are great at flying fast. Not ducks got that all-around performance. Yeah. Oh, that I, I appreciate your input so much right now of that. That is fantastic. Yeah. I'm just a fan of ducks. Hell yeah. And crispy pancakes. Um, but yes, Maya. So Maya, you are aware that something has gone wrong. That something has come through you and it was not at the ideal time. And now you are tumbling, tumbling, and then something crashes into you and stops your descent dead but there's no pain there's no there's no sudden crunch of your body impacting something harder and less flexible than you and for a moment your mind is able to realign and refocus i'm not gonna say roll for it again because that feels unfair but um if you want to give me an architect of self just to see how this comes out for you yeah, sure. I will. Um, uh, let's see. I, I would say I, now. I would say go with plus real because you are trying to get your shit back together. Um, I was gonna say plus fake to just put on the facsimile of getting shit back together. What's the difference? I think it's a minus one versus a zero. If you want to go with, if you want to go with the idea that nothing was wrong, then sure, go with fake. Yeah, because, like, I think Maya is, like, uh, you know, she is wearing, like, a, a costume labeled with what her job is. She wants, like, she wants an alibi for why she went tumbling down this hill That's more, than, more than she, like, wants to, you know, be. Like, she doesn't, right now she doesn't want to necessarily need to feel human. She just needs to look human enough to fool everyone else. Yep, that's fair. Just Puma trying to, like, walk upright. Alright. Okay. Oh, wow. There we go. That's a ten. Nice, nice. Yeah, you, um... You not only get yourself back together, you're actually able to orientate yourself the right way up in your suit before you change back, which you realize with immediate hindsight would have been bad if you just shifted back into human form upside down in a mascot costume. (laughs) Yes. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, and um, for the the ten plus, I'm gonna get plus one fake for the the duration of of pretending to be a, a normal person, not a puma. Yeah, that's a good that's a good shout. It, it is me, regular John Q. Human. <laughs> well, speaking of regular John Q. Human, you find yourself face to face with a nightmare egg, which <laughs> smells of a- which smells of Axe body spray really badly. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 oh. Mm, uh, Ah, right. so you oh, kind of what, other what, what happened? Uh, mm. what egg? What? Why egg? Um, oh, it, it's all no, no, it's all right, it's all right. Um, come on, uh, can uh, here? Can you stand? Uh, she will not quite totally faking it, wobbly stand, stand up and figure oh. out how how feet work again. All right, all right. There you go. You just took a bit of a spill. Everything, everything's okay. And yeah, I'm gonna look up and see if anybody else has come down after the two of us. Uh, apart from that other guy who was already kind of who you kind of beat to the punch, mm. uh, some other people were kind of standing around gawking. Some assholes just got his smartphone out, recording the entire thing. Oh, um, um, so yeah. this is a this is like a really like a kind of shallow valley, you'd say. Because I like I mean, I've never know like... what a dale is. So, I mean, it's a pretty deep... If you took it from the top of it to the bottom of it, like, a good hundred foot or so. Oh, geez. But it's so wide that the, that the actual decline itself is fairly, fairly traversable. Like, you could climb it without using your hands. It would just be a absolute bitch to do. It's a long, gentle slope, basically. Yeah. All right. I could I, I could show you some pictures of some near where I live, where it's literally a case of oh, it's lovely grassland that suddenly drops at like a eighty-five degree angle. Oh uh-huh. god! But still looks like a field. Yeesh. All right then. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna give everybody uh, up at the top a uh, thumbs up, and I'm just gonna make sure to give uh, yeah Maya a hand to you know just uh, make sure that she can get back up the hill in one piece. Yeah, there's kind of a cheer that comes up from the crowd as this all. Resolves itself in a neat enough way that no one's actually having to call an ambulance. Yeah. Um, or at least bother the emergency team. Sorry. Would it be possible yeah. to have Itai, like, how it would he, it be feasible for him to be at the top of the hill? Uh, I mean, if you if you didn't mind, if he didn't mind putting himself out in view, then yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, so he's going to go to the top of the hill, and the, to the guy who was going to try to save it, and who's one of my customers... Um, so you just blow by the guy who actually won using your thing, but yeah, okay. No, 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 no. I need to make sure they all do well, right? I need to make sure nobody Ooh. comes up and passes this guy. Like, has everybody stopped? Like, presumably but, there's still people running, right? Some people, like, far back who are kind of up too far away to see this like, yeah. are still running, but anyone... Lucius like... has now pulled out ahead! <laughs> <laughs> so so he's going to get to the top of the hill and look down and say, and uh, let's, let's roll and I'll determine how, how badly I say this based on my roll. Uh, so this is trying to, like, essentially, uh, convince, using my charisma to convince the guy to start running again, and Um, I, I got a six. I assume that uses fake, right? I was gonna say, that probably would be fake if you were trying to still convince this guy with the snake oil you sold him. Yeah, so I'm trying to get him back on track, so I, I got a six. Can I get a plus one from, uh, superficial or, or charismatic from salesman? Uh, I would say. Well, actually, hang on a second. No, no. If you did that, then I would say charismatic would work. That would get you to seven. Okay. Um, but yeah, you do actually come off as somewhat superficial. This guy is 
still like he doesn't necessarily he's not blaming you in any way shape or form for how this has panned out but he does feel slightly irked that of all the things for you to be doing right now you're still trying to convince him that he can win with you, with the thing you sold him well no so 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 my my tactic is not to even mention the thing i sold him by the top of the hill i go and look down and i say to him steve you're a good man you but you've name? worked oh, too wait. hard and you've come so far to let yourself lose now Think in about the end, it. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> she had to fall to lose it all. <laughs> Just, are, are you really gonna let ever all these other people who didn't earn it pass you and take your place at the front of this race? And I try to essentially tell him because I, I found out that he didn't want other people to beat him, and I'm gonna appeal to that and and try to say like, look, so that person's been saved. You know, like now's your time. Now's like, your nothing- moment. Nothing bad yeah. happened enough that it can't be on Funniest Tone videos later. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's just... my, my goal is to convince him that he can he can do this. I mean, you're only maybe a hundred meters away from the finish line. He just looks at you, looks back down, kind of calls out, um, "Is she okay?" Um, calls down to me. You mean? Yeah, calls down to Connor. Yeah, not, that... not Connor, so Dave. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Dave uh, just calls out. It's all right. Yeah, just took a bit of a tumble. I think she's okay. Okay. And then he'll just kind of take another look at idiot um, Ita again, and then just jog, just at a very, at a very, at a very distinctly uh, uninterested pace over the finish line. Like the guy who beats him already beats him. The guy behind him has already run by. There's not really much more he wanted out of this. And while he doesn't feel, he does, he definitely doesn't feel the catharsis of actually winning. He feels like he at least took a moral victory in not running while other people were in clear danger. Uh-huh. So, yeah. He he feels positive, but not for you, not because of you. That's fine. Um, cutting back to the guys who have been running around um, without running around, metaphorically and metaphysically speaking, um, how have people like uh, Dean and uh, Janet been getting themselves... Well... How have they been reacting to this? How have they been? Um, oh, excuse me. How have they been um, making the most of, or just rubbernecking with everyone else? Pretty much rubbernecking. <laughs> I think tra- uh, tra- when I you, when did I you saw the... record this, did you commentate? Um, no, I'm not trying to record it. But I was like, wow, this is so surreal. There's like a sheep, and then an egg, and then it's rolling down the hill. This is this a metaphor? And then I'm uh, standing around uh, with the other people who are there, and I'm just like, oh, someone calling an ambulance? Oh, like, what's going on? Like, trying to see what's going on in the distance or whatever. Yeah, like um, But no, I'm, I'm actually not doing around. anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh, you. that sucks, man. Oh. Yeah. I, I'd imagine, actually, like, so uh, Lucius wasn't able to jump in because since he's been basically shepherding Shepard, he actually just arrives after the whole, like, scene is more or less, like, like more or less concluded because of the speedy rescue and yeah. so now it's just uh like me shepherd uh dave and maya as we're all kind of like pulling up the rear as because it's like you know dave's fine maya's probably a little injured and shepherd is still reeling from the like grueling workout i gave him a few minutes ago <laughs> so yeah, we're all just kind of like hanging out in the back now yeah, there were just hands like gripping your pelvis with just this gasping coming from the rear end of the horse. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, there is a there is a cheer that comes up from the crowd as you. I mean, I'm assuming no one's trying to push ahead to beat anyone else. No, no. <laughs> yeah, you kind of run through the finish line. You are absolute dead last, but you show perfect solidarity. And sure enough, someone does actually. Um, more than a few people uh, take your photos in costume at the very least. Um, and just try and badger you guys for just some just some words, some comments, some. Uh, information behind this. Maya, more specifically, you get um, taken away from the journalist by the ambulance crew who just ask if they can give you a quick examination, make sure you're alright, you're not concussed, or anything like that. Um, okay, so this is the thing Maya would know, is that none of what she is can usually be found by a basic medical examination, right? No, she has a strange patination to her skin, but that could be explained away as any, any, any kind of um, complexion. Um, any kind of skin condition. Yep. Okay, yeah, then she will uh, let that happen, uh, probably play up a little bit that she's she probably pushed herself too hard in a big, you know, sheep costume and <laughs> yeah, I was suffered say, some like, sort of heat stroke and there is, fell there over. Is there is definitely a monitorment of did you hydrate enough? Did you drink from the drink? Did you drink from the water, from the water stations? Did you actually consider how hot it would get in there? Blah, 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 blah. They are basically talking down to you like a five-year-old but sometimes when you're heavily concussed five-year-old speech is the best speech yeah yeah uh, she, she she takes the admonishment because uh you know the she 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 definitely didn't do exactly what she wanted to there and that's uh she's willing to, to take her lumps for, for for messing up a bit that's fair Lucius, uh, Lucius is just gonna find like one of the the hydrating tables, get like some sports drink, get some water, go back to Shepard, give them both of them. Yeah, have you have you detached now from Shepard? Yes, I'd assume so. Like once we manage to get to the end. Yeah, there's um, not like not again, not many people really approach you guys, but there is at least one or two people. You know, like um, one of the one of the Greys from Gray's Farm does come over and just clap Shepard on the shoulder and <laughs> congratulate him. Um. You kind of, Connor you, comes you, over, slaps me on the back, nearly dislocates one of my arms. <laughs> and funnily enough, Connor has actually Connor has actually just wandered off slightly. <laughs> ah, yes. He's clearly been distracted by something. That's worrying. <laughs> but yeah, um, Shepard is able to, uh, at the very least, kind of express some level of gratitude <laughs> between <laughs> gasps, gasps for sweet, nourishing air. Um... <sighs> Next time, you're the back end. Oh, I need a pint. <laughs> Very well. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com. 